0: Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Tim sent me a story. You know, one of the things we often talk about is what can get you fired from a job? What can get you fired from a job? You've got a job, you're working, and one day you do something and you get fired for it. Was it appropriate that you got fired for that? And of course, if you're in America in a state that is at will, uh, they can pretty much come in and fire you for pretty much anything, um, as long as it's not for one of the prohibited reasons, such as a guy coming in going, I don't like your race, or I don't like uh, you know, you know, your gender, I don't like, you know, can't do that. But, but generally speaking, they can come in one day and say, you know something, we're letting you go. Why? Eh, we feel like it. Well, here's the thing. There are certain types of jobs that are protected. Of course, if you're in a union, you might have protection. Likewise, if you're a municipal employee, uh, and you might be in a union also, but but quite often the municipal employees have protection. So this story is out of Canada. It's from the Canadian press. Tim sent it to me, and I'm only going to say the name of the town one time because <laughs> that might be all I can do. But Port Coquitlam is ordered to pay $58,000 after firing a worker who washed his truck at the municipal facility. So the allegation is the guy works for the city of the port. And he came in one day on his day off and washed his truck using the facilities of his employer. And as a result of that, he got fired. And on appeal, where he took that up and appealed his firing, somebody in a position of authority said, "Uh, no, you can't fire somebody for that. And so it's one of those things. I think we've all worked at workplaces where somebody did something on company time or on the company property with company equipment, and the question always is, what would happen if you got caught, if you hadn't asked for permission? So the employee of the port has won his wrongful dismissal suit against the city after being fired for washing his personal vehicle at the municipal wash facility. So the municipality has got a place where they can wash their vehicles. He brought his in on his day off and washed it. Uh, The man was a supervisor in the public works department, was awarded nearly $58,000, but that's Canadian, in damages for wrongful dismissal in British Columbia Supreme Court. And that ruling came down the 1st of December. Uh, While the man breached the policy and his conduct reflected poorly on his leadership skills, it did not justify his summary dismissal for cause. So they fired him and said, you're being fired for cause. His misconduct was not so egregious that it effectively destroyed the employment relationship (laughs) in November. November of 2020, the man stopped at the public works yard on his day off to wash his truck and recreational trailer after returning from a hunting trip with his son. The city has a policy that prohibits employees from using city facilities, equipment, supplies, or resources for personal use. I've heard of people bringing work trucks home and using them to move stuff and then bringing the work truck back. I'm talking about trucks owned by Municipalities. So people do crazy stuff, but is washing your truck in the wash bay such a crazy thing? Another employee saw the man doing this, and the employee was later caught washing his own vehicle, at which point he said, Well, that guy told me it was okay. He didn't just say, I saw him doing it and assumed it was okay. He says, I asked him, and he said it was okay. So I'm doing it now too. So the employee who's in the story here, it testified that he told the other employee that he probably shouldn't do that and that it's frowned upon. And the question, of course, is if you probably shouldn't do that, why did you do it? And that's one of the arguments that you have to consider. If the man's a supervisor and he's setting a bad example, isn't that potentially a fireable offense? So while the man was still a unionized employee in 2018, he had been told not to wash his truck at the wash facility. He said, however, it was a casual conversation, and no city policies were cited nor any potential consequences given. So he says that, yeah, somebody said you probably shouldn't do that to me, but it wasn't clear that, oh, if you do that, you will be fired. So the meeting was brief, informal, and there were no union reps present, so no warnings or discipline were issued either. The manager of the Public Works Department learned of the 2020 incident on November 24th. Uh, He phoned the man's boss to explain his utter disappointment. And so the man then texted the other people to apologize. So the guy says, look, I'm sorry I did it. Apparently didn't quite understand that this was the end of the world here. Uh, And said, I had a lapse of judgment and I was wrong. I'll take whatever comes from it on the chin. My bad, guys. The next day, he was fired. So apparently, he'll not take that. He'll take whatever comes as long as it's not firing. So meanwhile, somebody testified that the man's misconduct was exacerbated because the city had just fired six other employees from the department based on the same policy. Now, we don't know if it's because they were washing their trucks or not, but they were doing something where they're using the equipment of the municipality. Uh, In 2018, the city completed an investigation into a group of employees who it believed had been stealing and selling municipal-owned copper going back to 2000. So there, theft from the workplace is obviously a very, very serious issue. And I think if you were to rank these things as to you know, bad things you can do at your job, stealing from your boss is worse than misusing their equipment on your day off. The city alleged the group would cut up scrap copper, conceal it in burlap bags in municipal vehicles, and then transfer it to their personal vehicles to sell. Court documents there said using municipal equipment was essential to the scheme. This was a cooperative effort that required the knowledge and condonation of a number of employees, including unionized supervisors. Condonation. It was condoned by people. And they make that word into condonation, not condemnation. And that's not a a country made up of condominiums. It's condonation. I've never seen it extrapolated that way. Twelve employees were interviewed in the investigation, including the man who washed his truck, and seven of the men were fired, but apparently not the man who washed his truck. The union filed a grievance, but only one dismissal was reversed after an arbitrator cleared one of the employees of any involvement in the scheme. So they had hearings on it, and they determined that the guys were involved in this, they got fired, but that's simply going back to show that there have been some issues before with these workers. The fallout from the investigation led to an atmosphere of mistrust between management and the union. Court documents said the copper theft scheme reflected a culture in which some employees took advantage of their position for personal gain or advantage. They took advantage to their advantage. (laughs) Less serious examples include employees disposing of personal garbage on site, taking tools home, and maintaining or washing their personal vehicles following dismissals changes to the management structure were made, including promoting this man to a new managerial position. One of his duties was ensuring that other staff followed city policies. The justice here ruled that there was an undue weight placed on the man due to the recent dismissals and there needed to be consistent application of city policies. So while The other people had reason to be disappointed and angry with the man who washed his truck. He could have issued a suspension or remedial training. Uh, And here's the quote from the justice. Washing a truck in a municipal wash station is simply not analogous to a nefarious and long-running scheme to use municipal equipment and vehicles to steal city property. Justice stated the consequences for breaching the city's municipal equipment policy were not clear as the port prohibits a wide range of conduct they would clearly not require summary dismissals. So the man got back pay, it looks like. And uh, I believe he's also been reinstated. But the real point here is that they've got workplace rules. Workplace rules. And everyone knows you're not supposed to do these certain things. And this guy did one of them. And when asked about it, he said, well, you probably shouldn't do that. Probably shouldn't do that. And it turns out, The people above him said, yeah, he probably shouldn't. That's why we have got those rules. (laughs) And so the question is simply, what is the proper response to that? Do you reprimand him? Do you fire him? What do you do? And the man got fired. And a court said, no, that's probably a bit too much. And so I don't know that there's a right or wrong answer on this, because I know that there are a lot of private workplaces Where if you get caught doing anything wrong, they just go, yeah, get out of here. You're fired. We can find somebody else to do your job. We don't care. But this guy is protected because of the fact he works in the municipality. So you are going to have a situation there where the rules will get a little bit more scrutinized. And because it's a municipal job, you can't just have the person at the top just... Firing and hiring willy-nilly. They're going to have rules on how that gets implemented. So it's an interesting case out of a town I'd never heard of before. And I did look it up, and I actually hit play several times on the, do you want to hear this word pronounced? I'm pretty sure it's Coquitlam. But there's something about this that just tells me I'm not saying it right. (laughs) I have a lot of trouble with some uh, some of these town names that I've never heard of before. But I think that's right. But the man washed his truck at the company Wash Bay on his day off and had already apparently told somebody, he probably shouldn't do that, but he went ahead and did it. And then he got fired for it. And a court has now awarded him nearly $58,000 in damages for wrongful dismissal. Uh, and it does not say if he got the job back or not, but he got $58,000, so that, that least... At least that is a partial win for him. So it's from the Canadian press. But, I mean, I can think of stories. And, by the way, I know some people are going to weigh in with their own stories. But I've heard of stories about people stealing stuff from work, for instance. I mentioned before I worked at a gas station where one of the other people who was a cashier there got busted stealing stuff by, by doing the old thing with the credit card imprinter, which I happen to have right here. <laughs> And what she would do is every time somebody came up and gave her a credit card to buy gas, as they walked away, she'd run their card through a couple times. And then she'd later forge the name to those, put those in the cash register, and then pocket the cash equivalent. She got caught doing that. And so not only did she get fired, I think she may have gone to jail, but I've also heard of other people simply doing things like borrowing company cars to do stuff, including like help them move. And, you know, if you work at a small company and you ask the boss, can I borrow this truck, they might say yes. But you borrow it on a Sunday hoping you don't get caught, you might have problems. And I've heard of other people working in workplaces where they actually had a fuel tank where they could fuel up company vehicles. And some people figured out, hey, if we're around when the bosses aren't, we can fuel up our own vehicles. Funny how that works. The gasoline is free. <laughs> some might call that theft. But then again, I wasn't there. So there you go. That starts from the Canadian Press. Tim sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments? Put them below. This talk to you later. Bye bye. Oh, in case you're curious, a viewer sent this in after I mentioned it on the air one time. And I've left it on my desk all these days, hoping I'd have an excuse to use it. There you go. Bye bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. I have a new philosophy. I'm only going to dread one day at a time.